is the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Are you on a delay, Curtis? I think you are. Hey, it's the left and the right. Chris Hahn, Curtis Lewa. We are back for another round of conversation here in the greater New York area, but coming to where you are around the world. How you doing, big guy? Uh, not too good. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to open the show. I know, I'm did. sitting here waiting. This is the second time. I uh, don't know. I think it's yeah, sabotage uh, here. It's not my guy. No, no, no. Uh, it's stacking the deck for the left. There's no doubt about nah, it. I don't know. I got all these millennials and hipsters back there. They're and all on I, my I, side. I, I got to tell you, it couldn't have been any more of a miserable night and day. You know, here it is um, at the head of the lunar... New Year Parade. Were you the time. Grand Marshal? No, but celebrated because not only did I win the Asian vote in the recent mayoral campaign, but as you know, the Guardian Angels are protecting Asians. And from you all wear the red, That's which right. is the major color of uh, Asian New Year. All right, so of, we're, of, we're, of, we're marching down Mott Street. The people applauding Guardian Angels. Thank you, thank you. 368% increase in attacks on Asians. And I would have thought, you know, like, these are not people who are listening to me overnight radio, no, right? I don't think so. They were. They, they were. Groupies of the Beatles. I mean, so many people. I'm yeah. so disappointed in you. I got a call from Paul McCartney. He was like, <laughs> I don't understand what I do. I just, uh, I'm just a nice guy. I'm just out there. Oh, my God. There's some things you do on the radio at times. You wish you could only take it back. You know, look, I... I, I have uh, I have a very eclectic taste in music. I like grunge as my main thing, but when I'm not listening to grunge, I am listening to the Beatles. Yes, no, and no, the I... Beatles were my gateway to grunge. Really, well, frankly. look, there's you. Uh, my wife Nancy is upset with me. Right. Tony Orlando is upset with yeah, me. I had a great program did, last did you night. Ever two hours. Think in your life that Tony Orlando would be upset with well, you? Well, rightfully so. Rightfully <laughs> so. He's going to call me up tonight. Yeah, at nine o'clock. He's going to. Everyone's giving me grief because. I'm not on the Beatlemania uh, but wagon. Uh, what, how is this even possible? Like, what tragedy in your life led you to be anti-Beatle? Did you date a girl who said, you know what, I'm in love with Paul McCartney and you're not cute enough for me? Yeah, is that, that what that happened? Was, uh, Bonnie Goldstein there. <laughs> Bonnie Goldstein. <laughs> she had like, the pictures Paul! of Paul McCartney everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She gave me no play. It's, it's, it's traumatic. It's yeah. deep. It's deep. And then Ringo, people attacking me because I said he wasn't a great drummer. Peace and love. You're wrong about Ringo, by the way. And by the way, you need to do your penance. You need to watch all 12 hours of the Get Back documentary on Disney Plus, like right now. How do I do that? My wife, being I, the hipster millennial, has cut the cord. I'm sure she has Disney Plus. Disney <laughs> Plus, you don't need a cord for. I'm sure she has it. I'm sure she's watching Boba Fett and everything else on there. So just just put that on. And, and watch it. First of all, you will have a new appreciation for Ringo's drumming. And you will have a new appreciation for the way these guys created music. It was, to me, it was like hanging out with them for 12 hours. I loved it. I watched every minute of it. I know. And you told us a story uh, last uh, last week, uh, yep. same time, same place, about how you watched Paul preparing for his concert up in Toronto. Yep. You had come in through the door, unbeknownst to security. Yeah, just walked into the to the Sky Dome in Toronto. And it was the best time you ever had. Ever had. Uh, I yelled out to him, hey, we love you, 
football. And the security guards came running towards me, and they did not throw me out because they were Canadian. They were very polite. Like, what you doing, eh? What you doing? I was like, uh, I'm freezing. It's December, and it's Toronto, and I came up from New York, and I thought I was going to tell Maybe Maybe I should just stick to my commentary on politics, cultural, social issues, and sports, uh, yeah. and eliminate my observations I mean, about the, the music scene. I mean, you're the only person I've ever met. Who just? I have people who don't want to listen to the Beatles all the time, like understood, I do. Understood. But I've never heard anybody say, "You know, I hate the Beatles. I, I loathe them. I despise them." I've never heard that from anyone. This is how you can attack on mom, apple pie, and the flag. Yeah, yeah, it, like these holy rollers that don't let their kids listen to rock and roll music will give an exception to the I, Beatles. I know, but when I'm marching at the end of the parade, right. there's a whole group of baby boomers, yeah, Chinese American women. Looking at me with disgust, what did I do? You, you think you'd get the Asian vote now? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and they love Paul. They do. They like Paul. They, they love they Paul like McCartney. Of course. Oh, Who doesn't? God. I'm going to have to do, you know, in the Roman Catholic uh, Church, you had to do your mea culpa's, mea culpa's, mea yeah. maxima. I'm going to have to do Stations of the Cross, yep. the Rosary, Our Fathers, Hail Mary. I, I, I think you need to find that religion where they beat themselves. Oh, yeah. What, what, oh, that's that's the that Shias. The Shias. No, there's yes. a Catholic part, too. Oh, that's in the Philippines. Uh, yeah, they, they, themselves they, on they Easter. beat themselves with, like, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, like but the Shias do that also. Yeah, oh. you should become that I'm and just beat you. yourself up. This, this is not a good day for me. No, know? no. How was Valentine's Day, speaking of good days? I uh, mean, did oh, you wear red? It was very, of course I wore red. <laughs> I always wear red. Yeah. And my wife could not be happier. I brought this magnificent bouquet of flowers. All the cats, all nice. 16 cats jumped up they and destroyed started them. sniffing them. No. No? So they liked the aroma uh-huh. of this bouquet. I don't know. I Look, I didn't put it together. One of the guys put it together. But, I mean, my wife, Nancy, was for touch. One of the guys? You mean one of your angels did no, it for you? No, no one of the guys in the forest. Got it, got it. You know, it. he said they'll You go like out this. to dinner? Uh, of course. Where'd you go? Of course. A vegan place. Vegan oh, really? Place. Well, you know, my wife's vegan. I did not know your yeah, wife Yeah, and in honor vegan. of Eric Adams, I had to prove that I could actually eat a <laughs> did vegan meal. Did you have meal. some fish? Uh, no, no, no fish. You're not a pescatarian? No, like, no, no, like, no. no. I eat fish, but that's the night of the seven fishes. Right, you know, right, which right, is, right. Uh, which is right before New Year's. We went out to dinner. We went to a place out on Long Island Bliss. It was awesome. We had a good time. We go there all the time. Uh, but you know, it 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 it, it was. It's a little like having Valentine's Day on Monday. It's just a little bit. Yeah, but I, I got to tell you, it it was the height of the week for me, Valentine's Day, because right. I was a hero at home to my wife. Because you got this big bouquet of flowers. You and, didn't. And, you didn't and, do what Kanye did. You didn't have trucks of roses no, come. No, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she goes, "Why are you trashing the Beatles? I love the Beatles." <laughs> It's like, I, I, you know, I got to stick to politics, stick. cultural, social uh, yeah. issues, and sports. Yeah, like I said, don't run for office again. Yeah. Yes. That's not for you. Yes. Right? And stop talking about yeah, music. Yeah, well, that's one thing the Asians were telling me, run again, run again, because we're getting attacked in the streets. Well, I mean, that's a horrible thing, and that's got to stop. I mean, this is, uh, you know, that's something that the mayor needs to crack down on, and not just here in New York. It's happening all over the country. Now, speaking of popularity, we know how popular the Beatles are. I found that the hard way. Yes. The blowback I got. But, uh, and Channel 11 picks at yes. night at 11. Yeah. You were telling me, and it's true, I double-checked you, I had some doubts. Yes. Because Channel 11 usually can't compete with a major network. They don't compete at any time except at 11 p.m. That's and right. you were right. I yeah. looked at the ratings, and my wife loves Seinfeld. Yeah. All the reruns, you know, she can't get enough of it. I watch it every night before I go to bed. And uh, and, and quite frankly, it's, it's on Netflix now. You can watch it. Anytime you want, but I still want to watch it at 11 o'clock 
before I go well, to bed on well, Channel 11. Well, with Channel 11 picks, you get the commercials, Netflix. I, I don't know why. I just, I, I, I can't sit down. I bought the DVDs years ago. Years ago, I bought the DVDs when All they first them. came out. Yeah. Well, no, I bought the first, like, five seasons. There was a box set. And I didn't buy the rest of them because I just didn't watch them. I, but I do watch Seinfeld every night at 11 o'clock. Except for Saturday night, because so it's not on you're Saturday. like people who watch Jeopardy every night at 7, yeah. right? I do watch, I try to watch Jeopardy, too. I don't oh watch it all God. the time, but I, 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 I'm not, I'm not always home at 7. What kind of a life do you have? You're watching Jeopardy at 7, I, Seinfeld at 11. <laughs> I was made for COVID, <laughs> right? I like just staying home. Like, nothing's really changed for me, other than I don't have to go There was anywhere. one episode that right. I liked that my wife uh, played. She said, you're going to like this. You know, supposedly they're flying to Europe. Oh. The, the plane has a problem. It lands somewhere yeah, yeah, in Maine. Yeah. yeah. And they're standing around and they witness a crime and they don't get involved. And the Maine police arrest them. That's the episode you pick. That, That's the final episode. Well, of course. Of course. <laughs> because they weren't vigilantes. Yeah. You know, and I say, yeah, they were laughing. They were laughing. Put them in prison. They, were ma- they had a camcorder and they were making fun of the little old lady getting mugged. It yes. was horrible. Yes. In Maine or something like that. Was that was the only yeah. episode I ever watched. I really liked that one because I wanted Jerry and the crew locked up, throw away the key with the mooses in uh, Maine. Well, you should be watching all of it because that episode basically brings back all of these little side characters they met along the, uh, along the way and they're testifying against them in court. I thought it was a great way to end Well, the show. my uh, my wife just plays it over, you know, on a loop. Yeah. On a loop. I over watch it and on over and, and over. Channel 11 plays it on a loop. It's actually on two loops. There's an 11 o'clock loop and an 11.30 loop. All right, but this, this defines as popular as Seinfeld is. And you're right. I looked at the ratings. I didn't believe it, Ted. Yeah. Uh, Channel 11 has more ratings than two, four, uh, five, seven, yeah. uh, nine. It's the number one show in New York at 11 o'clock. All right. And who's their main advertiser? Well, right now, their main advertisers are these sports books, including a sports book that basically took over that half-hour time slot for a, for a couple of days. I was freaking out. So you, you, oh, you had, full text, half hour you had of texted me at like yeah. 11.15 some story that you wanted to talk about, and I was already getting ready for bed. It was the last thing I saw before I went to bed because I turned on Seinfeld at 11 o'clock, and there was like a FanDuel commercial on for an hour. Um, and I'm wondering why they're not sponsoring us, frankly. i got to <laughs> tell you, uh, legal gambling has skyrocketed in New York. Yeah. Uh, it might save fiscally some of the problems that we have. Because, you know, once the stimulus money runs out, and eventually that runs out, reality is going to hit. But now that the mob can't dominate making money on gambling, and you don't have to get on your, your English racer and go across the George Washington right. Bridge and play the app in New Jersey— People are betting here, and it's hurting they the made, casinos they in made Atlantic City. Seventy million dollars just uh, on the Super Bowl in one. No, in one. I don't even know. I don't even think that includes the Super Bowl. Seventy million dollars in January, the state took in. The state that was its tax revenue. And you know how I know it's hurt them. There are certain wire rooms that exist, and you know it because they have the big dishes on the roof. I right. mean, massive dishes that no individual right, owner right, operator right. It's has. Not, it's not direct TV. It or would anything. cause a normal roof to collapse. Right. It's a wire room. It you don't want to for, stand near it because you're going to get cancer. Right. The bananas, Lucchese's, Columbo's, Genovese, Gambinos, the big money maker, and those dishes are no longer there, which means. They've closed those wire rooms. Right. Now, the only advantage you have. I had no idea have, that even existed. Yeah, the only advantage you have in a wire room is they give you credit. Right. You don't get that on the app. Well, although you have they a, give you some free money to begin with. You have a with. credit card. 
right? I, I'm hearing people like these stories of people that have like lost like ten grand already on this stuff. I'm like, uh, but they uh, always they always uh, double back and say, and we have Gamblers Anonymous here for all of you who end up losing your yeah. home, losing your car, losing your clothes, being homeless on the street. Yeah, yeah, they give riding you the, hot the subways. Line. They Don't give you the worry about line. it. Yeah. We oh, give you the hot. Oh, you lost your house. Well. Go live on the subway. There's, and by the that. way, uh, Eric Adams will discuss it later. Our mayor says he's finally going to remove the homeless and emotionally disturbed uh, on the subways. Well, we'll see what happens. But we'll, not, we... not arrest anybody. No arrests. We'll be right back. It's the left versus the right. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Ah, Chris Hahn. Are we back? Ah, oh, there we are. We're back. We're back. All right. This time I bogarted you. Yeah, I was supposed to bring us back. Now, now the boards have said. The yeah, boards yeah, have yeah, said. Yeah. Now, I'm beginning to think, Chris. That this uh, game of chess yeah. between Vladimir Putin uh, mm-hmm. and Russia and our president, Joe Biden, uh, more so our president, Joe Biden, than our allies, is to both Putin and Biden's benefit. They both have domestic issues they'd rather not uh, uh, grapple with. Right, right. It's going to take both of them a long time to deal with it. But every day that they are the lead story, where Putin flexes, you know, the might that the Russians like, and Biden reacts in a very diplomatic way, but sort of it's like saying they're going to invade, they're going to invade. Yeah. In fact, just as we came on the air, the latest story, in fact, uh, John Katzmatidis, our owner-operator, sent it to me. Russian commanders are given the orders to invade the Ukraine. Mm. It's like every day we're getting closer. And closer. Both sides benefit because I'm looking at it from this perspective. Putin, by flexing, means that the oil prices around the world go up. Yep. Russia, obviously, is a big supplier of oil, oil products. So they're making more Well, there's money. clearly going to be a disruption in their flow of energy to eat to Europe should he invade. Right. You know, Biden has promised to shut down some of their pipelines. But right now, he's making mad money like a lot of other countries are because yeah. the prices escalate. Yep. Meantime, Joe Biden is seeming to be... A president who has NATO interests, uh, who is geopolitical, he seems to thrive better in that atmosphere than the domestic atmosphere. So every day he wants to have a press conference. About (laughs) about Putin. (laughs) About, hey, they're going to invade today. And I'm saying to myself, wow, I think we're both being played. We're all being played because both sides benefit. And it makes sense Putin makes money. He gets to be the strong man. You think that's what they talked about when they were at that summit a couple of weeks ago? No, I don't think it. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, an understood both right. sides posturing. And the guy in the middle, remember Mr. Quid Pro Quo when Trump was president, yes. the king of all comedy, the young president of the Ukraine, they're telling him our side is time. Stay, stay in Keith. Don't come to Munich. They may sack you. Act afraid. Right. Don't play your part. <laughs> you're an actor. We're asking you to stay there and act like you're about to be invaded. You say, but you're killing my economy. People are beginning to lose faith in my administration. Right. I'm about to get shot and not by Putin. I'm coming to <laughs> M- Munich, and if they close the airspace, if the Russian Air Force closes the airspace, I'll just, I'll just Uber back from right. Munich to I'll Keith. Hitchhike. Right. Right. So, and yet he went. No problems. He got back. 
and I think he stole some of the thunder from Vice President Harris, who actually had a good day. She had a pretty good day. day. I think she was uh, she was very presidential. Dare I say? Yeah. Well, she seemed to have the coalition behind her. Uh, They didn't seem to be uh, sort of like uh, bucking her. her presence. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, the king of all comedy showed up and said, y'all are screwing us. Right, 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 what, right. Put the sanctions well, he, now. He has been saying that for, you know, in, in the vice president's defense, he's been saying that for a couple of weeks. He's like, are you going to sanction them or are you going to wait till they kill yeah, but me? It, su- <laughs> it suggests to me that if you're going to put the sanctions in, let Putin feel a little of that fiscal pain compliance. I agree. Uh, why don't we have, you know, all of these oligarchs have yachts and property in western europe and in the united states and around the world let's start seizing some of those see how they feel about it but think about it if in fact putin invades part of the way a little of the way the full way and sacks uh, the king of all comedy there as the president uh, i think that just strengthens biden's hand i don't think that weakens him because nobody here i don't i don't get a sense republicans or democrats conservatives or liberals want us to put troops or our Air Force and Nobody arms way. wants troops to go there. Right. Nobody. But, but still, if he acts like, yeah, I'm trying to bring everybody together, I'm trying to conciliate this. Now we see the king of all comedy, the president of Ukraine, is saying, I want to sit down with Putin. He blew it the first time. He had to sit down with yeah, Putin. Yeah, yeah. And he started making jokes to lighten Putin up because, you know, Putin is stone-faced. Yeah. He's stone-faced. a killer. He's a killer. And Putin said to his folks... This guy thought he was doing a comedy show in front. Right, right. No, 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 no. no. I'm not dealing with no, him anymore. You're not. You're not on a sitcom anymore, <laughs> Mr. Volinsky. This poor you're guy, the president remember, of a country I want to control. This poor guy, the president of the Ukraine, young guy. Yeah, he's like 35 or something. Not your typical oligarch. Right. He gets he gets in the middle with Trump with the quid pro quo. He he's vilified yeah. because of that. And now he's being vilified by NATO with saying, just stay in your lane. Yeah. Don't let us handle Keith. it. Let us handle let it. Let us handle it. And he's going, yeah, but you're going to give everything up Yeah, we, you, without look, including we, us? Bottom line is we can't appease the guy. We can't let him take Ukraine because what's next? Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Poland. All right, we got more to talk. We'll talk more about this on the other side. We got a lot to do. Left versus right. Chris Hogg, Curtis Lewa. We'll be right back. It's the left versus the right debate. Heavyweight slugfest. All right. What jam is this? Oh, a little Pearl Jam is what this is, my man. Chris Hahn, mm. Curtis Lee, we're back with you. A little Pearl Jam. I've seen these guys in concert twice. Once... When they were uh, at war with Ticketmaster, they did it over at the Icon Stadium over on Randall's Island. That was a fun show. Uh, Blues Traveler showed up with them. It was great. And then I saw them at the Garden after they patched things up. Pearl Jam, uh, I would say, mezze, mezze, poco, poco. We have that statement in Italian, (laughs) half and half. I don't dislike them, but I don't sort of like uh, adore them. Great show. Great band. uh, You know, great look. It was Pearl Jam, Nirvana. And Soundgarden all came out that same time in 1991, like right right around each other, and completely changed music for me. Now, I would say uh, probably President Joe Biden uh, does not know much about Pearl Jam, if anything, but I would think uh, Vice President Harris does. Pearl Jam? (laughs) Put that on toast? Did you say toast? Did you put that on toast, Pearl Jam? (laughs) But the point being is— Let me tell you what the deal is. I'm working on my Biden. It's not quite there yet. (laughs) As as you know, uh, for any president— 
probably the most lasting uh, appointments that they ever make. Yes. The United States Supreme Court. Yeah. A new justice. Uh, President Joe Biden has that opportunity now. I thought it was like in the easy pass lane, I slam dunk. It, I thought it was going to happen by now. I've been uh, been saying, what is taking you so long? It's been 28 days. This is a long time to wait to announce this pick. Now, it could have something to do with Senator Luan of New Mexico, who had a stroke about three weeks ago and won't be returning to the Senate for a couple of weeks. But the, the appointment's not going to get to the Senate Probably for at least 60 days. They've right, got to so, do hearings and things of that nature. But that would anticipate that every Republican on that floor is going to vote no. Right, which I don't think is the case. Uh, I would imagine it's not the case because, look, it's not going to change the balance of power in the court. Right. Um, and, and generally speaking, there are some people who still believe that the president has the right to make their pick. And other than if uh, Joe Biden were to pick... Um, uh, Angela Davis from Birmingham, an avowed communist, or <laughs> reach out to Asada Shakur, Joanne Chesmard, uh, right. who's protected in Cuba. I, I have a feeling whatever African-American woman that he picks, unless uh, there are some negative things about her that we have no well, idea about. Well, guarantee that we will find there will be some right-wing media star that will determine that this person's a communist, anti-American, no matter what their story is, no matter what they've done in their well, career. Well, you know what it may be? The reason they're delaying is they don't want to give a lot of time for people to do a lot of negative research, to do a deep dive. Well, also it could have to do with this whole Ukrainian crisis, which has really devoured the president's well, time. Well, let's face it. He right. wants it to devour his time. Yeah. He, doesn't have, uh, but, he doesn't have a lot of answers you know, for think, some of the other domestic I, I, problems. I think this is the week. I'd like to see this appointment this week, Mr. President. I think it's time to do it. I don't care what's going on in Ukraine. I, I care, but I, I it, you should be able to walk and chew gum at the same time. Now, Chris, the big issue, bar none, uh, people who are apolitical, who yeah. are not strong apparatchiks like you are or I am, it's really the prices that people are paying. They feel it. They, they walk into a mm. retail store. They walk into a supermarket grocery yeah. store. Uh, they go to a gas station. They're feeling it. you know. And there are people... Who we, we take it for granted that, well, people, they have a little bit of flexibility. There are some people out there, man, they have their budget figured out uh, day by day, week by week, yeah. month by month. And this is blowing them out of the water, which makes them mad. And you know, in an election cycle, the only the only outlet they have is to say, who's responsible right. for this? It looks like it's Joe Biden, the Democrats. So out you go. I agree. And I, again, I again. Inflation and prices are not the president's fault, but they are his problem, right? Always has been. Clinton said it best. It's the economy, stupid. James Carville, that big statement. It, people feel that the economy is not working for them. It doesn't matter what stats you show them. It doesn't matter that you show them that your revenue, your incomes are up in this country. It doesn't matter that you show them that GDP has grown faster than it has in 50 years and that we have a practically full employment in this country. We've got 11 million open jobs, frankly, right now in this country. People say, oh, my God, I'm paying, you know, double for a gallon of milk, triple for a gallon of gas. I can't buy a car. Now, look, kicking those truckers off that bridge in Canada is going to help, but it's not going to solve everything. All right. So if you were a consigliere, if you were an advisor, because you're a pragmatic, common sense Democrat, right. you, you, you're not arguing this is going to hurt Democrats and specifically Biden and Harris. What can he do? He's only got like a year to go for the midterm. Biden's got to play on his strength, which is empathy. We can't just, you know, I think Democrats right now think they're going to say, look at all these things that happen that are good. And there are a lot of good things. He's got a lot of good things in his record, especially in the economy. No, you've got to empathize with the way people feel. 
And you say, you got to become Scranton Joe. Again. Yeah, you got to be Scranton Joe. You got to go out there. You got to say, I, like Clinton, I feel your pain. You got to go out there and talk to the American people as if you are part of the fight, as that you are feeling this pinch too, that your family relate to people. It's what Biden has been best at his entire career. I'm shocked. Look, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. Let me Why? Let me, this is uh, his strength. I, I'm not shocked because I Washington Democrats always get it last. Right. They they get it last. They don't see the train come until it's run them over four times, backed up, picked up more passengers, ran them over again. It is it's what's happening right now to Joe Biden. He does not see it. His people are not sharing this with him. They are not seeing that the American people have a fear of how they are going to pay their bills, a fear of what's going on in this country with prices. He's got to get out there. It's not the crime thing that Republicans are talking about. Nobody cares about the truckers in Canada. The 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 COVID crisis has got us all in this place where we are uncertain and don't feel good. And Joe Biden's got to go out there and say, you know what? I get that. He has to because, look, look at what happened in this past week. AOC, I call her all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Leader of the Democratic Socialists of America, media darling. Uh, I, I wouldn't say she's the leader of anything, but go ahead. But they yeah. take this. She's she, a star. Be, well, she controls money. She can allocate huge sums of money. Yeah, she to raises a, campaign. a ton of money. Yeah. And as a result, she doesn't just give money out. She says, look, there's a certain number of principles here that you got to sign off right, on. Right, right. If you want to get reelected uh, with our blessing or if you're running for office the first time, you know, that's strength. That's power. She issued a statement. That it's not at all been uh, pimp slapped down by the Biden administration. That the reason we're seeing so many smash and grabs and so much looting and shoplifting in stores across America yeah. is that the child tax credits no longer exist because they came to an end. And that's why you see uh, well, adults going uh, well, in and getting you, baby. You tell me. I mean, you know, you're out there patrolling. What are people stealing from Dwayne Reed? We've had this conversation like a dozen times. Yeah, here. but it's not just Dwayne and, Reed. And it's funny. It's I was Walmart. I was on Kennedy. Yes. Uh, the show on Fox News on Monday or Tuesday. I was thinking about you yes. because this was the topic. And we didn't even discuss that we were going to talk about this day. But, but I talked about this, this. And I was thinking about you sitting here telling me about people going in there and stealing food, just walking out of Dwayne Reed with bags, shopping bags of food. Well, not right. so much food. Uh, items that they can move quickly. Shampoo. It's like currency in the street. Conditioner. Currency. Unloaded not, not, quick. not if we're on the street. Or Sid. But or any of the other You can go either. into beauty right. parlors. Hair, and, right. and they'll buy two bucks, three bucks. Right. Hey, $20 bottle of shampoo or conditioner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you can tell it hasn't been cracked. You know, the seal is you know, still there. I, look, I, I think that there's a lot of reasons for crime. Right. There's a lot of reasons people will do crime. Uh, could this be one of the reasons that are encouraging some of the people to do it? Possibly. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the only reason. Well, the problem is when it affects the urban areas, like New York, Chicago, right. L.A., these are blue areas. These are areas that are probably not going to be moved to become red. But when it's hitting Walmart, Sam Walton is turning in his grave because yeah. he's got all his greeters there who are usually senior citizens yeah. or people who are somewhat impaired. They maybe have autism or something. And people are saying... Uh, can I have that Walmart bag? Oh, of course, you know, because it's supposed to, or the customer's already And then you see the same guy just walking out. He's just filled up his bags. And yeah. walk, you can't do that. It's a, go ahead, try to stop me. You can't touch well, this. Well, look, I mean, the child uh, tax credit reduced child poverty in this country dramatically. And the Democrats wanted to renew it. 
and the Republicans blocked it. It's not happening right now. So that means there are more children that are at risk for poverty in this right, country. Right, right. But I, I and don't, I don't know. Look, I don't, you and I I don't think parents. you make the connection. Look, you and I are both parents. Yes. Um, you know, if I was in a situation, you know, there but for the grace of God go I, that where I couldn't feed my kids or I couldn't give my kids what they wanted, I don't know what I would resort to. So is it possible that, that it's contributing to it? Yes. Is it the only factor? I don't think so. Well, remember, she went from the summer of 2020 after Floyd was killed in the streets right. of South Minneapolis by the police uh, to saying that all that looting was so that a person can get a loaf of bread. We know that was not because they were stealing designer items, limited edition. And, and they were by the way, like and, and, and the mainstream Democratic Party called out that looting, mm-hmm. called out the rioting, called up the disruption, the mass disruption. And now the right wing with these stupid truckers blocking bridges, blocking businesses, blocking the international border. Three weeks, Canada does nothing about it. They finally do something about it. It is a nonstop, you know, cry fast. I was going to say another word. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about my dogs on right wing media. It, it, look, those truckers, I'm all for protest. I'm all for it. I'm all for disruption. If you want to disrupt for so a day, what that's is fine. Wrong you, don't do, you don't do it for three weeks and disrupt an economy completely. No, that's not how well, it works. It was occup- eventually, the, eventually, Occupy Wall Street was const- confined to a park. By the way, right next to an office I had down on Liberty and And, uh, and, and I'm sure you were down there, you know, high five. No, can I tell you them. something? It was very strange because I, I would put on a suit and tie. I go, I go down to my office <laughs> on, on uh, Liberty and Broadway, okay, Cedar and Broadway, and it's uh, Zuccotti Park is right there. I'd, I'd come in, they'd be there banging the bongos when I walk in in the morning. I'd come out in the afternoon, there'd be girls topless. The it was Hate Ashbury. I was like, what's going on here? Hate I mean, Ashbury. It's very rare you see a topless woman in the wild. You know? So it was, it was very strange. But I would get into a car to go to Fox News from there to talk about it. But, it, but, but, but they didn't block the streets. They, well, they stayed. They blocked the bridges. They blocked everything. They, they did the, it for a day. Right, but and the, then they got arrested. Right? Because that's what happens in New York City. You're allowed to protest under our Constitution. You're not allowed to block commerce. But it goes beyond that. Seizing bank accounts because they you happen to send 30 money. crypto accounts that were responsible for pushing this thing along in Canada. I don't know what their law is in Canada, but here's the thing. But that's draconian. But let's talk about these guys. That's draconian. These guys are taking a minor inconvenience like getting a COVID shot, something you and I both did. I did it three times. You did it two times. Okay? This minor inconvenience of getting a COVID shot. And they're saying it's an assault on their freedom. It's nonsense. It's not an assault on their freedom. It's, it's what you need to do to live in a society. When we, were, when we sent our kids to school, when we went to school, you had to have certain shots. We all got all it. Right. Nobody But you complained. have the right to protest. You we do. had the protest in Washington, D.C. by RFK. Yes. And they had sharpshooters on the roof saying, oh, this is going to be January 6th. No, no, no. They, they, were, they had blowguns, and they were going to give everybody the vaccine. It was the anti-vax guys. You, you didn't look close enough. Chris, Chris. They literally were our shooting government, everybody Our government with was the trying vaccine. to make it seen. It was round two, January 6th. It wasn't Proud Boys. It wasn't. I, uh, I know you love the who. No, no, it I was mothers, again. mothers who were upset that their children were being forced to get vaccinated. It wasn't mothers, it was mother efforts, okay? Let's be clear. <laughs> but that's, that's the right of protest. You, of course, and they were there protesting peacefully, and they weren't blocking traffic. They had a permit to pro- protest at the mall, and they did it. That's why we put this mall So Black there. Lives Matter and Antifa for an entire summer of 2020. Right. And people were arrested every night. Every and cut f- loose every single night. Cut loose every, every day. Every Disappearance night, hundreds tickets. of people were arrested. I didn't see Fox News running a, a banner all every day long. Night. 400 That's people arrested in Black Lives F Matter protests. F the police. Yeah. All cops are bastards. ACAB. Yeah. Guess what? 
They didn't block commerce between two countries. They didn't do that. And when they did do that, they were arrested. And by the way, when they burnt things down, when they disrupted it like that, I called it out. Other mainstream Democrats called it out. It's nonsense. Okay, you, you called it out. Must, I did. Uh, must have been in a whisper. Because I was right here. Because many of the people who are in elected office now were painting Black Lives Matter every Black day in Matter the streets of America. Black Lives Matter and burning down buildings are two separate By things. By the way, Black Lives Matter, a, a crooked nonprofit. We'll be crooked back non-profit. and we'll talk some more. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn, heavyweight slugfest. That's right. Chris Hahn, the liberal you see on Fox News, and Curtis Lewa, the man you see patrolling the streets. Although I uh, was with Jesse Waters uh, the other day uh, talking about uh, the number one a shoplifter uh, in New York City. Who's that? Uh, <laughs> Who's the number one shoplifter? Michelle Mybell. This woman, what a corker she is. She said, I got to go to work every day. Right. And when I go before the judge, I got to have new clothes. So she goes to Target <laughs> and she steals the whole wardrobe. Target, it's French. And what happens is, and this is happening all over the country, uh, you get arrested. Right. Uh, petty larceny charge, misdemeanor. Yeah. But you plea right away to disorderly conduct. You don't tie up the court system. This way you don't have to come back. Judge, I, I just want to plea to disorderly. Everyone's happy. Yep. DA, happy. You pay a $25 fine, you're out of the yeah, Not even. 50 You, you know, you, you blow. And then you return. And the judge said, didn't I just tell you to stay out of trouble? Yeah, yeah, I want to plea disorderly conduct. Boom. And this woman has 97 shoplifting arrests. And she's just nonstop, nonstop and saying, look, this is my job. This is what I do. Meantime, she's getting SSI at the end of the month. She gets the snap card, you know, for the right. uh, for the food. Well, stamp. What is she supposed to do, starve? Uh, no, but I'm, I'm just saying she has a license to steal. And you, this is happening all over the country. And you know this for sure. You're not slandering this No, woman. I've seen her many times. Yeah. Target. She loves Target, you know. She must have some wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> and she's very bold and brazen about it, but. Speaking of where the looting and the shoplifting yep. just reached an epic proportion, it was downtown San Francisco. I don't know if you've ever been there. I've been there many times. I've had Guardian Angel patrols love there. love that city, by the uh, way. Tenderloin, Lower Tenderloin, uh, yep. Mission, uh, you know, all the areas in downtown where they had all the department stores. They had to start closing stores because uh, the the looters and yeah, the last shoplifters. Yeah, back in November, this was like the big story. Right, and they're, they're it's not the story anymore. Oh, yes, it is. It is? It, it continues to be. All right. The, the DA there is under recall. And then you had the uh, Board of uh, uh, Education. Education, yeah, yeah. Which uh, its one focus was they were going to take 40 schools and rename them. They were They were hopelessly incompetent. Those people. Well, they even wanted to rename an Abraham Lincoln. Story. Yeah, it's a, it was disgusting. This was their focus. I'm glad, quite frankly, I'm glad that they were recalled as a progressive. And by the way, other prog- first of all, for the right wingers out there thinking that this was some sort of right wing revolution in San Francisco, there is no right wing in San Francisco. I would be the right wing in San Francisco. I'm to the left of most people on this planet. Um, what happened in San Francisco was that everybody said, you know what? These people are incompetent. They can't get the schools open to get our kids back. Meanwhile, the rest of the country is open. Why aren't we open? Even New York City was open. The rest of the world was open. Why weren't our schools open? Meanwhile, they're focused on changing the name 
uh, on schools and their and and who gets into their best school in the district. It was nonsense. Well, they voted them out. They kicked them to the curb because progressives do not believe all of this. This is an inter-party fact. This is basically anybody over the age of thirty who's a liberal in this country thinks that this is nonsense. It needs to needs to shut this down. This reminds me of the wars in the thirties, although I wasn't birthed. The Stalinist versus well, the Trotsky. You say you weren't. Birthed. And Trotsky ended up with yeah. a hatchet in his head in Mexico City. That's why <laughs> Stalin prevailed. But. Uh, they didn't accept defeat and regroup and say, okay, uh, we went off on a tangent. They blame white supremacists. Now, yeah, Chris, no, that's wrong. They don't the even mayor have- of, of, of uh, San Francisco, I can't remember her name at the moment, but she's an African-American woman. She was voting them out. Yes, but <laughs> even in Bed Bath & Beyond, you can't find any white supremacists in San Francisco. They don't exist. Right. But they blame white supremacists, and you say Nonsense. to yourself— Understand, and this this is a warning to all mayors across, because even Eric Adams, who got elected here, one of the things he said initially, he wants to change names of slaveholders, schools, edifices, street names. You want to bet he's going to take a second look at this and said, you know, I better not even approach this until I get all the kids back in school and the grades start to improve. Well, look, uh, if you were a Confederate general and your name is on a building in New York City or a street or a school, Take it off now, right? You were a traitor to this country. Uh, I don't understand. You know, we don't have Osama bin Laden Middle School, who's have, also a terrorist. I don't have a problem, right? have a problem with that. Uh, but you know, so, when, you, when, you, when you say Abraham Lincoln. You know, it's ridiculous. George Washington. Abraham Lincoln did not own slaves. Thomas Jefferson. Right. Uh, you know, the father of our country, yes, he was, an, he was not a perfect man, right? Uh, but he did a lot of things that we still today rely on in this he country. He walked away from a monarchy. Exactly. He could have been king of America. He could there have was been a, king. an entire faction, the Alexander Hamilton faction, the capitalist faction, who said, man, you should be king. Right. Who the hell ever turns down being king except, as you know, there was that love story in well, Europe in which uh, an American viper yeah. was able to lure a potential king Away from his crown because she offered him temptations of the flesh like Adam and Eve. What's her name? Simpson, right? That's right. Mrs. Simpson, and he was Edward. (laughs) Edward and I can't remember her first name. Uh, That's right, but Nazi (laughs) sympathizers on that at all. Yes, they were. They were, and I think they they did a pretty good job of that. He walked away from the crown. That's like unheard of. You should watch The Crown uh, on Netflix. Uh, They did a pretty good job not whitewashing that. Right. About this guy and his Nazi sympathizer ways. They were very clear about it. And then they actually showed real photos of this guy with Hitler. It was, you know. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. You watch Jeopardy every day. You watch, watch Seinfeld every reruns every night. Uh, and now Netflix. Specials. And I watch a lot of sports. What what time do you have to do anything else? I don't have other a lot than, of time. Other than I'm a media watch. personality. I got to know what's going oh, on. That's right. Yeah. Barnacles <laughs> on your backside Stick from around. watching Netflix. We'll talk more. It's the left versus the right. All right. Listen to this podcast now. Oh, there we go. We're back, baby. You see? Chris Hahn, Curtis Sliwa. Another act of sabotage yeah. against the right. I don't know. I think they were sabotaging me there. I turned it on myself now. I've... Uh figured it out oh manual operation. yeah manual yeah. i'm working my own board now, I think. now now what what what's that vibe that they're playing behind us it's a little 90s music man that's a little green day 
Little, uh, maybe 2000s, early 2000s. Little Green Day. Huh? Yeah, Green Day is one of the bands I've got to see. I am going to go see Paul McCartney in June. I'm going to bring my daughter, my 15-year-old, to see him hmm. uh, at MetLife if I can get tickets. So get I shouldn't tickets. be uh, attacking Paul McCartney. Or yeah, I, I just... Like I just find it funny that Tony Orlando is scolding you. That's I. Did you ever think in your life when you were a kid growing no, up? No, no. Everybody loves Tony. Tony Orlando was big when you were a kid, oh, right? Huge, right? So, did you ever imagine that he one day would be yelling at you? Well, not yelling, but correcting me, uh, yeah. giving me constructive criticism. But the whole world was my criticism of the Beatles it's... was not received well by my wife Nancy, who's a baby boomer. Yeah, we still don't know how. Wait, wait, young Nancy's she not is. a baby boomer. She's like a millennial or a Gen Xer. Well, was she You're in her 30s? a baby boomer. But she loves the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. loves Paul. Yeah. Uh, I, I have it in for Paul because clearly uh, one of my first loves chose Paul McCartney's picture over a picture of me. <laughs> there you go. Bonnie Goldstein. Do you blame her? I think that was in fourth you, grade. Uh, honestly, you're an honest guy. You're honest with yourself. Do you blame her? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you know? Oh, you're piling on. <laughs> well, she wasn't the only one who changed her mind. We had a couple of other people change their mind this week. Why don't we go right to it? Oh, it's the left versus the right. Right, left, right, left, right, left. About face. Well, I know you have some strong opinions this week about the man who we are going to accuse of the about face of the week. Oh, this is a tremendous pirouette because I had inside information. Uh, I helped break this story, although I wasn't the first. Right. That our former mayor... That everyone loathes, despises, hates on the left, on the right. Yeah, he's, he'd get like, you know, 10% of the vote if he ran for mayor. He's a pariah, yeah. a persona non grata. People had hoped that when he finally was out of office, Bill de Blasio, after eight years, that he would move back to his uh, city of origin, Boston, Cambridge. <laughs> right. He's not. He's staying here. No. And because of the redistricting of the congressional lines all over the country, uh, here in New York, obviously, the Democrats rule, so it was pro-Democratic lines. Right. In the city of New York, we only have one congresswoman. That is Nicole Malia And she's in danger now with these new lines, I would These think. new lines yeah. definitely uh, encompass more Democratic areas. Right. And so you had the previous congressman, who was a moderate Democrat, Max Rose, uh, Afghan veteran, made the mistake of marching with a Black Lives Matter uh, uh, group on the precinct in Staten Island. That right. killed him. Yeah. And you have an AOC candidate, a DSA candidate, in the Democratic primary, which would be quite a dog. Max fight. Rose is going to win that primary. Right. But de Blasio, looking at the line, said, wow, this is my neighborhood, Park right. Slope, Sunset Park, uh, and Guanis. All people who voted for de Blasio... He was working the phones with the unions. Right. He was working the phones with his contributors. And everybody was like, ah, nah. Yeah, but there were stories galore. Yeah. He wants to run because in a three-way primary, in a Democratic primary. He, he would have came in fourth in a three-way primary. Well, well, he, he could have done well, but then he decided to pull the plug. He had lined up support. They were all ready to announce their support. He was ready to have a press conference. And then I think Charlene, his wife, said, please, don't pull us through and this not only, again. Not only that. You know, while the lines are better for a Democrat for that seat. Much better. Uh, Maliotakis has a decent record in Washington. She didn't vote for the insurrection. She voted for the infrastructure bill, right? And she is an incumbent member of Congress. So it's not a slam dunk win. A guy like Max Rose, I think, can beat Maliotakis. I think you put de Blasio in there. I'm not voting for de Blasio. I don't live in that district. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't that. vote for him. I, I mean, but I don't know that I would pull the lever from Maliotakis, but I would not be voting for him. You have to understand that he was working hard. And de Blasio, remember, yeah. 
Uh, I hate him. I loathe him. I despise him. But he knows how to pull people's strings. He is the reason that Eric Adams is the mayor. He he got all the unions to coalesce behind Eric Adams. They never badmouthed one another during the campaign. Right now, obviously, Eric Adams has had an epiphany. We're going to talk about that momentarily. <laughs> how he's going to uh, remove the homeless and emotionally disturbed well, and the criminals take him from too the subway long to figure out that De Blasio really did screw this weeks. city Six up. Six weeks, right? Right. I mean, well, yeah. well, but he did. This is the pirouette of the week. I thought for sure the over under point spread was De Blasio was going to make a run because what else is he going to do if he's not in politics? Who's going to hire him in the private sector? I, look, I mean, he's a smart guy. He was mayor of New York City. I'm sure there's something out there for him. Oh, with Coffee to do. Joe uh, <laughs> and uh, Mika in the I, morning. I, I mean, he did enough appearances on there for the over the years. You would think he was there every week. You thought he was a contributor when he was mayor. Well, the only thing that could get him up early. Speaking of appearances, we saw the uh, closing ceremonies of the Winter Games yes. uh, in Red China, Beijing. Uh, it had a huge mural in the sky. One family were all, Austin, we, not I and me. You'd never know that by all the news that came out of this Winter Olympic Games, and especially that affected the Chinese athletes, whether they were Chinese athletes from America or Chinese athletes from right. the mainland. Right. And you were more focused on the Winter Olympic Games I than love, I was. Well, I love sports. You know that. And I, I watched a lot of it. Uh, and I was very impressed with the athleticism. Obviously, the politics of these games really, uh, it disturbed me. I, there was a lot of people on the right in this country attacking the skier Eileen Gu. Eileen Gu. Eileen Gu. She was born and raised in California, learned how to ski here. With summer in China, her mother is Chinese. Decided to compete for China in these games. Best freestyle skier in the world. Not our China, Taiwan, a.k.a. Formosa. Right. Mainland China. Mainland China. China. Red China. And why, why? Why would she do that? Well, it's fine. It's kind of an ironic reason, right? She became. She decided to compete for China because there was more money in advertising endorsements by competing in China. Oh yeah, I mean the Big Red time. Chinese. Look, they spent billions on this Olympic Games. It was billions. It, it, it to- was a ten to one, maybe even more. Like you know, maybe she would have made a million, two million dollars in the United States. She's going to make about a hundred million dollars now. Your lifespan. As an athlete, is very brief, especially the sport she does. She's a freestyle skier. She could be done one bad fall and she's done. They're like twenty feet above a half pipe, which is also twenty feet above the ground. Well, you well, missed we that saw wall that with. Uh, remember the girlfriend of Tiger Woods for a while. Yeah, uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Right, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn was a downhill skier, which right, is, but she had so many crashes yeah. that it eventually it impaired her. She now has injuries yeah. as a result. Yeah, lifetime injuries as a result. And she was an so, excellent so skier. I, I mean, I'm hearing all these right wing people talking about how bad it is that she's competing for China. Okay, well, if it's bad for her to compete for China, it's bad for Walmart to get all of its products from China. It's bad for Apple to be building its phones in China. It's bad for us, you and I. We both have iPhones. You have two iPhones. It's bad for us to be buying these products. What are you why trying am, to say? I'm like am, a drug dealer yeah, because I have two why iPhones? Why am, I, why am I putting more of a burden on Elaine Gu, who's got a very short window of time to make money? Why can't she be a capitalist? She is a traditor, as we would say. She is a Judas. No, she, she's not. She opted no, to side no, with the no, communist I, I think Chinese. it's the most capitalist thing she could have done. It's the most American thing she could have done, if well, you think about it. Doesn't she have a right to go make as much money look, as she can? Look at the reverse. You had Nathan Chen. Yep, Nathan figure Chen. Ska- uh, figure skating champion. Yep, watched it. Great. He, he had the American flag behind him. He's skating around and because the he won the were, gold. They were very... Oh, the trolls from Red China were all over this guy. I mean, it's lucky he could get out of that country after the closing ceremony. This today. time next year, 
when they do those reports, the Forbes will do a report of the richest athletes, right? Who made the most money last year? We will see that Elaine Gu will have made, I would say, close to 100, if not north of $100 million. And Nathan Chen, I would be shocked if he made even $10 million. So this is all about the money. It's all, all about, about the, the money. End, which, all about which, the which, which, if you believe in our system, if you're a capitalist, which I am, uh, she made the right choice. Man, what is wrong with you? I mean, look, I would have loved to see her compete for the United States of America. She's so, fantastic. Let me ta- let me take She's ba- by far and away the best in the world. Let me what take you back to the Cold War, which yes. most of our listeners can relate to. That's when everybody was focused yep. on the Winter Olympic Games, Lake Placid, yep. State New York, Soviet Union hockey team like versus <laughs> Americans, yep. you know, amateurs versus yep. professionals. That's not when great. you had any. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Right, right. Okay. I did a Marv Albert, not Imagine a. Imagine <laughs> if somebody born here, and there are. Russian yep. uh, Americans, yep. uh, and Vladimir Putin now said, "Come on over here, endorsement. Uh, you know, you'll be." By uh, the way, it wasn't it wasn't the Chinese offering her the endorsements. It was Toyota. It was Red Bull. Understood. It was Sony. But it, it was American blessing, companies with the blessing of President Who. What's on second? I don't know. Who's on third, right? President Xi. With the blessing, Xi nothing happens yes. without the blessing. Who was the guy before him? <laughs> who she? What? That's, a, that's a good Jeopardy right. question, right? Yeah, right. Well, that's why I watch it. I'm good at it. <laughs> so. But the point being is, just in the midst of the Cold War, if Khrushchev had done that, who said he would bury us mm. uh, against our athlete, and he convinced somebody of Russian origin who was born in America to play for the Soviet team, I mean, that would have been well, all Well, I'm sorry. Um, I know we like to pretend we're in a Cold War with China, but we're not. And every single person listening to this show right now Every single person criticizing Elaine Gu has bought a product from China. It's probably holding one right now as they listen to us. So unless we want to give up all of our Chinese products, and if we want to stop with our cheap phones and our cheap TVs, why am I holding this woman more I gotta, accountable? I got I to share with you a story. It's, we're not in the same situation with China. I almost and, and we were had a fight with Stefan Marbury. Remember the great basketball player oh, coming would, out of Coney that would That would not have been good. Uh, he played professionally yeah. but didn't live up to the hype of high school and college. I think he played Georgia Tech uh, a year or two and then came into the pros. Georgetown. So, uh, was it Georgia Tech? I, I think. We'll, yeah, we'll, I can't remember. We'll, yeah. we'll compete on yeah. that. It, it was Georgia it, it was Tech. Georgia. You're right. We got a quick, quick way But it was there. only like a year. You yeah. know, they snatched him up into the pros and then eventually played for the hometown Knicks. Never delivered to the, uh, what we anticipated. Hard. In red China, this Superstar. guy is Michael Jordan. They have yeah. a statue of him outside yeah. of the stadium. So he's in a restaurant in New York with a woman that I don't know who she is. Nice, nice woman. Came up, had a conversation with me. I'm with uh, Congressman King and Congressman Fasella at the time. You know, Fasella. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm mad dogging this guy like you traitor, you're over there accepting accepting oh, red Chinese stuff. Oh yeah, and then he's he's mad dogging me. We almost got into a fight. He's like, Who made that jacket you're wearing, Curtis? You think you got that five dollar jacket at Walmart That's because exa- it was made in the United States? Exactly what, Is he that said? what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> and everybody was terrified. They were ducking for cover. Duck for cover! We'll be right back. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Ah, oh, well, ACDC. 
This oh, is like your stuff. This is good stuff. Yeah. ACDC from the land down under. Yeah, man. Totally in your face. Now, no drinking. We don't want anybody to die from no. choking on their uh, excess of phlegm. I, you know, it's funny. For years, I always thought it was Dirty Deeds Thunder Chief. I didn't know it was Dirty Deeds <laughs> Done Dirt Cheap until like two years ago. Oh, wow. It's like one of those songs. Like Hell's Bells. Pulling pulling muscles from Michelle, I used to think, was pulling muscles with Michelle. <laughs> no joke. Until <laughs> I was in college. I was like, I was singing it. My friend's like, what are you talking about? It's pulling muscles. What are you saying? Well, <laughs> let's flip the script from music to high noon yeah. in New York City. So Eric Adams has had his honeymoon. Uh, he beat me, uh, and the issue was law and yep. order. He yep. ran on a law and order platform. I ran on a law yep. and order platform. Uh, the people chose him. Yes. Uh, he said right out of the box he was going to do something about the overwhelming crime problem everywhere in the city. Yes. And he faltered. He didn't have a plan in effect. He announced a plan to deal with the subway problem, which is enormous. You have emotionally disturbed persons living there. you got homeless people living there. You have gangs who go down and prey on people there. Yep, bad. And you have the random crime that t- typically afflicts uh, people. Uh, they're trying to get people to come back and ride the subway. They just reached about 3 million riders, but it still pales in comparison to the 5.5 well, million the people daily riders you know, they the, had before the The commuters the are not back in the city riding the trains anymore. They're just not. But uh, the majority of the workers are women. And from my conversations with women, even though it costs them a lot of coin, Uber, Lyft, the apps, they still do not feel safe down in the subway. Mm. And nightlife cannot return because, look, you can't have nightlife without women. I mean, bars, nightclubs depend on women being at these facilities because then it attracts the men. Yeah. And women are afraid to travel out at night. So the mayor knows. This makes or breaks his law and order platform. He used to be a transit cop in the first 10 years of his existence. So he knows what a patrol of a subway system uh, it must consist of. And he announced a whole series of measures. They're going to remove the homeless, the emotionally disturbed. Not forcibly. They're going to convince them to leave, get them the services they need. And they're going to crack down on crime. Problem is, at the end of it, after he's flexing and he's saying, we're taking back the subways, you're going to swipe your card, pay your fare, and then get to your destination unmolested, but we're not going to arrest anybody. And I'm saying to myself, Eric, you were a transit cop. If people didn't think they faced the prospect of, of arrest or being ticketed, and you'd have to show ID for a ticket, in many instances, they'll just flip you off and not listen to you. Well, then what they, do you do? They don't really know, right, that they're not going to get arrested. When a cop approaches you and you disobey the cop, you don't know if they're not ordered to arrest you. Yeah, but you understand everything is on film now. The I, mayor has said the, it, it will people will not be arrested. Now, if you tell the cops, F off, I'm not leaving. Mm, I'm staying right here. Right. This is my right. What are the cops to do? I mean, then they appear to be impotent because they're going to have health care workers with them. They're even using school nurses. School nurses can't even give you a St. Joseph baby aspirin without permission of parents or guardians. So what you're learning here and what we're discussing is this is hard, right? This is hard work being mayor. These problems are difficult to resolve. We have competing forces in the city of New York. 
people but competing ideas. People want the subways clear of the homeless. They want the homeless to be cared for and not being exploited, as you said, by the gangs and others who are preying on the people down there who are mostly mentally ill, right? And they want law and order, but they don't want to see a police crackdown. They don't want to see cops down there with nightsticks beating people but up and getting into the paddy wagons. It's the, tough. Reason, the reason it's high noon it's hard is that Eric Adams, the mayor, has anointed himself the face, the new face of the Democratic Party. Mm. The moderate Democrat, not the DSA, AOC-style right. Democrat. Different than the mayor in Philadelphia, in Baltimore, in D.C., in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco. If he does not succeed, there'll be no pressure on these other mayors to use similar measures to deal with their no, emotionally no, disturbed, their homeless I, I issues, which are enormous. there will be pressure on everyone to succeed in these issues. Because quality of life issues are always what drives local politics. It's why Eric Adams is the mayor and we didn't get somebody to the left of Eric Adams who wouldn't have tried anything to try to clean up the the quality of life issues down in the subway, the crime, the homelessness, the graffiti, the smoking and everything else that's going on down there. So, yeah, I think, look, he's going to try it this way. Well, and if it doesn't you know work this gonna way, happen. he's going to go uh, to plan let me B. predict what's going to happen because yeah. I deal with this all the time. You I'm do. in the subways. Uh, somebody will object to being told they have to leave the system. They will fight. The police have to defend themselves. They have do. to protect healthcare workers and the school nurses. And it's the optics are going to look horrible. It's going to be bad. And then we'll see if this mayor is going to defend his police or side with the civil liberties. Well, that was what we will find out. We'll be back. Listen to It's the left versus the right. All right. Listen to this podcast now. Oh, there we go. We're back, baby. You see? Chris Hahn, Curtis Slewa. Another act of sabotage yeah. against the right. I don't know. I think they were sabotaging me there. I turned it on myself now. I've uh, figured it out. Oh, manual operation. Yeah, manual. Yeah. I'm working my own board. Now, I think. now, now what, what, what's that vibe that they're playing behind us? It's a little 90s music, man. That's a little Green Day. Little, uh, maybe 2000s, early 2000s. Little Green Day. Huh? Yeah, Green Day is one of the bands I've got to see. I am going to go see Paul McCartney in June. I'm going to bring my daughter, my 15-year-old, to see him hmm. uh, at MetLife if I can get tickets. So get I shouldn't tickets. be uh, attacking Paul McCartney. Or yeah, I, I just like I just find it funny that Tony Orlando is scolding you. That's I, Did you ever think in your life when you were a kid growing no, up? No, no, everybody loves Tony. Tony Orlando was big when you were a kid, oh, right? Oh, huge. right? So did you ever imagine that he one day would be yelling at you? Well, not yelling, but correcting me, uh, yeah. giving me constructive criticism. But the whole world was. My criticism of the Beatles it's... was not received well by my wife, Nancy, who's a baby boomer. Yeah. We still don't know how wait, wait, young Nancy's she not is. a baby boomer. She's like a millennial or a Gen Xer. Well, was she You're in her 30s? a baby boomer. But she loves the Beatles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. loves Paul. Yeah. Uh, I, I have it in for Paul because clearly uh, one of my first loves chose Paul McCartney's picture over a picture of me. <laughs> there you go. Bonnie Goldstein. Do you blame her? I think that was in fourth you, grade. Uh, honestly, you're an honest guy. You're honest with yourself. Do you blame her? <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> you know? Well, you're piling on. <laughs> well, she wasn't the only one who changed her mind. We had a couple of other people change their mind this week. Why don't we go right to it? It's the left versus the right. Right, left, right, left, right, left. About face. Well, I know you have some strong opinions this week about the man who we are going to accuse of the about face of the week. Oh, this is a tremendous pirouette because I had inside information 
uh, I helped break this story, although I wasn't the first. Right. That our former mayor that everyone loathes, despises, hates on the left, on the right. Yeah, he's, he'd get like you know 10% of the vote if he ran for mayor. He's a pariah, yeah. a persona non grata. People had hoped that when he finally was out of office, Bill de Blasio, after eight years, that he would move back to his uh, city of origin, Boston, Cambridge. <laughs> right. He's not. He's staying here. No. And because of the redistricting of the congressional lines all over the country, here in New York, obviously, the Democrats rule, so it was pro-Democratic lines. Right. In the city of New York, we only have one congresswoman. That is Nicole Maliotakis. And Maliotakis. she's in danger now with these new lines, I would These think. new lines yeah. definitely uh, encompass more Democratic areas. Right. And so you had the previous congressman, who was a moderate Democrat, Max Rose, uh, Afghan veteran, made the mistake of marching with a Black Lives Matter uh, uh, group on the precinct in Staten Island. That right. killed him. Yeah. And you have an AOC candidate, a DSA candidate, in the Democratic primary, which would be quite a dog. Max fight. Rose is going to win that primary. Right. But de Blasio, looking at the line, said, wow, this is my neighborhood, Park right. Slope, Sunset Park, uh, and Guanis. All people who voted for de Blasio... He was working the phones with the unions. Right. He was working the phones with his contributors. And everybody was like, ah, nah. Yeah, but there were stories galore. Yeah. He wants to run because in a three-way primary, in a Democratic primary. He, he would have came in fourth in a three-way primary. Well, well, he, he could have done well, but then he decided to pull the plug. He had lined up support. They were all ready to announce their support. He was ready to have a press conference. And then I think Charlene, his wife, said, please, don't pull us through this not agony only, again. Not only that. You know, while the lines are better for a Democrat for that seat. Much better. Uh, Maliotakis has a decent record in Washington. She didn't vote for the insurrection. She voted for the infrastructure bill, right? And she is an incumbent member of Congress. So it's not a slam dunk win. A guy like Max Rose, I think, can beat Maliotakis. I think you put de Blasio in there. I'm not voting for de Blasio. I don't live in that district. No, no, I, I, I wouldn't that. vote for him. I, I mean, but I don't know that I would pull the lever from Maliotakis, but I would not be voting for him. You have to understand that he was working hard. And de Blasio, remember, yeah. uh, I hate him, I loathe him, I despise him, but he knows how to pull people's strings. He is the reason that Eric Adams is the mayor today. He, he got all the unions to coalesce behind Eric Adams. They never badmouthed one another during the campaign. Right Now, obviously, Eric Adams has had an epiphany. We're going to talk about that momentarily, <laughs> how he's going to uh, remove the homeless and emotionally disturbed well, and the criminals from the subway. Well, to figure out that de Blasio really did screw this weeks. city Six up. weeks, right. Right, I mean, well, yeah. Well, but he did. This is the pirouette of the week. I thought for sure the overrun to point spread was de Blasio was going to make a run because what else is he going to do if he's not in politics? Who's going to hire him in the private sector? I, look, I mean, he's a smart guy. He was mayor of New York City. I'm sure there's something out there for him. Oh, with Coffee to do. Joe uh, <laughs> and uh, Mika in the I, morning. I, I mean, he did enough appearances on there for the over the years. You would think he was there every week. You thought he was a contributor when he was mayor. Well, the only thing that could get him up early. Speaking of appearances, we saw the uh, closing ceremonies of the Winter Games yes. uh, in Red China, Beijing. Uh, it had a huge mural in the sky. One family were all, Austin, we, not I and me. You'd never know that by all the news that came out of this Winter Olympic Games. And especially that affected the Chinese athletes, whether they were Chinese athletes from America or Chinese athletes from right. the mainland. Right. And you were more focused on the Winter Olympic Games I than love, I was. Well, I love sports. You know that. And I, I watched a lot of it. Uh, and I was very impressed with the athleticism. Obviously, the politics of these games really, uh, it disturbed me. I, there was a lot of 
people on the right in this country attacking the skier Eileen Gu. Eileen Gu. Eileen Gu. She was born and raised in California, learned how to ski here. With summer in China, her mother is Chinese. Decided to compete for China in these games. Best freestyle skier in the world. Not our China. Taiwan, a.k.a. Formosa. Right. Mainland China. Mainland China. China. Red China. And why? why? Why would she do that? Well, it's fine. It's kind of an ironic reason, right? She became. She decided to compete for China because there was more money in advertising endorsements by competing in China. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Big Red time. Chinese, look, they spent billions on this Olympic Games. It was billions. It, it, it to- was a 10 to 1, maybe even more. Like, you know, maybe she would have made a million, two million dollars in the United States. She's going to make about a hundred million dollars. Now, your lifespan as an athlete, is very brief, especially the sport she does. She's a freestyle skier. She could be done one bad fall, and she's done. They're like 20 feet above a half pipe, which is also 20 feet above the ground. Well, you well, missed we that wall. We saw that with, uh, remember, the girlfriend of Tiger Woods for a while. Yeah, uh, Lindsey Vaughn. Right, Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn was a downhill skier. Which right, is, but she had so many crashes yeah. that it eventually it impaired her. She now has injuries yeah. as a result. Yeah. Lifetime injuries as a result. And she was an so, excellent so skier. I, I mean, I'm hearing all these right-wing people talking about how bad it is that she's competing for China. Okay, well, if it's bad for her to compete for China, it's bad for Walmart to get all of its products from China. It's bad for Apple to be building its phones in China. It's bad for us, you and I. We both have iPhones. You have two iPhones. It's bad for us to be buying these products. What are you why trying am, to say? I'm like am, a, a drug dealer yeah, because I have two why iPhones? Why am, I, why am I putting more of a burden on Elaine Gu, who's got a very short window of time to make money? Why can't she be a capitalist? She is a traditor, as we would say. She is a Judas. No, she's not. She opted no, to side no. with the no. communist I, I think Chinese. it's the most capitalist thing she could have done. It's the most American thing she could have done, if well, you think about it. Doesn't she have a right to go make as much money look, as she can? Look at the reverse. You had Nathan Chen. Yep, Nathan figure Chen. Ska- uh, figure skating champion. Yep, watched it. Great. He, he had the American flag behind him. He's skating around and because the he won the were, gold. They were very... Oh, the trolls from Red China were all over this guy. I mean, it's lucky he could get out of that country after the closing ceremony. This today. time next year. When they do those reports, the Forbes will do a report of the richest athletes, right? Who made the most money last year? We will see that Elaine Gu will have made, I would say, close to 100, if not north of $100 million. And Nathan Chen, I would be shocked if he made even $10 million. So this is all about the money. It's all, all about, about the, the money. End, which, all about which, the Which, if you believe in our system, if you're a capitalist, which I am, uh, she made the right choice. Man, what is wrong with you? I mean, look, I would have loved to see her compete for the United States of America. She's so, fantastic. Let me ta- let me take She's ba- by far and away the best in the world. Let me what take she does. you back to the Cold War, which yes. most of our listeners can relate to. That's when everybody was focused yep. on the Winter Olympic Games, Lake Placid, yep. State New York, Soviet Union hockey team like versus <laughs> Americans, yep. you know, amateurs versus yep. professionals. That's not when great. you had any. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. Right, right. Okay. I did a Marv Albert, not Imagine a. Imagine <laughs> if somebody born here, and there are. Russian yep. uh, Americans, yep. uh, and Vladimir Putin now said, "Come on over here, endorsement. Uh, you know, you'll be." By uh, the way, it wasn't it wasn't the Chinese offering her the endorsements. It was Toyota. It was Red Bull. Understood. It was Sony. But it, it with was American the blessing, companies. With the blessing of President who, what's on second? I don't know who's on third. Right, President Xi. With the blessing. She's nothing Ping. happens yes. without the blessing. Who was the guy before him? <laughs> <laughs> who she? What? That's, a, that's a good Jeopardy right. question, right? Yeah, well, that's why I watch it. I'm good at it. <laughs> so. But the point being is, just in the midst of the Cold War, if Khrushchev had done that, who said he would bury us, mm. 
uh, against Shai Adli, and he convinced somebody of Russian origin who was born in America to play for the Soviet team. I mean, that would have been well, all I, I'm sorry. Um, I know we like to pretend we're in a Cold War with China, but we're not. And every single person listening to this show right now, every single person criticizing Elaine Gu has bought a product from China, is probably holding one right now as they listen to us. So unless we want to give up all of our Chinese products, and if we want to stop with our cheap phones and our cheap TVs, why am I holding this woman more I gotta, accountable? I got I to share with you a story. It's, we're not in the same situation with China. I almost and, and we were had a fight with Stefan Marbury. Remember the great basketball player oh, coming would, out of Coney that would That would not have been good. Uh, he played professionally yeah. but didn't live up to the hype of high school and college. I think he played Georgia Tech uh, a year or two and then came into the pros. Georgetown. So, uh, was it Georgia Tech? I, I think. We'll, yeah, we'll, I can't remember. We'll, yeah. we'll compete on yeah. that. It, it, it was Georgia it was Tech. Georgia. You're right. We got a quick, quick way But it was only like a year. You yeah. know, they snatched him up into the pros and then eventually played for the hometown Knicks. Never delivered to the, uh, what we anticipated. Hard. In red China, this Superstar. guy is Michael Jordan. They have yeah. a statue of him outside yeah. of the stadium. So he's in a restaurant in New York with a woman that I don't know who she is. Nice, nice woman. Came up, had a conversation with me. I'm with uh, Congressman King and Congressman Fasella at the time. You know, Fasella. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm mad dogging this guy like you traitor, you're over there accepting accepting oh, red Chinese stuff. Oh yeah, and then he's he's mad dogging me. We almost got into a fight. He's like, Who made that jacket you're wearing, Curtis? You think you got that five dollar jacket at Walmart That's because exa- it was made in the United States? Exactly what, Is he that said? what he said. That's what he said. <laughs> and everybody was terrified. They were ducking for cover. Duck for cover! We'll be right back. It's the left versus the right in the right corner. It's heavyweight king Curtis Lewa in the left corner. Christopher Hahn. Ah, well, ACDC. This oh, is like your stuff. This is good stuff. Yeah. ACDC from the land down under. Yeah, man. Totally in your face. Now, no drinking. We don't want anybody to die from no. choking on their uh, excess of phlegm. I, you know, it's funny. For years, I always thought it was Dirty Deeds Thunder Chief. I didn't know it was Dirty Deeds <laughs> Done Dirt Cheap until like two years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like one of those songs. Like Hell's Bells. Pulling pulling muscles from Michelle, I used to think, was pulling muscles with Michelle. <laughs> no joke. Until <laughs> I was in college. I was like, I was singing it. My friends like, what are you talking about? It's pulling muscles. What are you saying? Well, let's flip the script from music to high noon yeah. in New York City. So Eric Adams has had his honeymoon. Uh, he beat me, uh, and the issue was law and yep. order. He yep. ran on a law and order platform. I ran on a law yep. and order platform. Uh, the people chose him. Yes. Uh, he said right out of the box he was going to do something about the overwhelming crime problem everywhere in the city. Yes. And he faltered. He didn't have a plan in effect. He announced a plan to deal with the subway problem, which is enormous. You have emotionally disturbed persons living there. you got homeless people living there. You have gangs who go down and prey on people there. And you have the random crime that typically afflicts uh, people. Uh, They're trying to get people to come back and ride the subway. They just reached about 3 million riders but it still pales in comparison to the five and a half well, million people daily riders you know, they the, had before the commuters the are not back in the city riding the trains anymore. They're just not. But uh, the majority of the workers are women, 
And for my conversations with women, even though it costs them a lot of coin, Uber, Lyft, the apps, they still do not feel safe down in the subway. Mm. And nightlife cannot return because, look, you can't have nightlife without women. I mean, bars, nightclubs depend on women being at these facilities because then it attracts the men. Yeah. And women are afraid to travel out at night. So the mayor knows this makes or breaks his law and order platform. He used to be a transit cop in the first 10 years of his existence. So he knows what a patrol of a subway system uh, it must consist of. And he announced a whole series of measures. They're going to remove the homeless, the emotionally disturbed. Not forcibly. They're going to convince them to leave, get them the services they need. And they're going to crack down on crime. Problem is, at the end of it, after he's flexing and he's saying, we're taking back the subways, you're going to swipe your card, pay your fare, and then get to your destination unmolested, but we're not going to arrest anybody. And I'm saying to myself, Eric, you were a transit cop. If people didn't think they faced the prospect of arrest or being ticketed, and you'd have to show ID for a ticket, in many instances, they'll just flip you off and not listen to you. Well, then what they, do you do? They don't really know, right, that they're not going to get arrested. When a cop approaches you and you disobey the cop, you don't know if they're not ordered to arrest you. Yeah, but you understand everything is on film now. The I, mayor has said the, the will, people will not be arrested. Now, if you tell the cops, F off, I'm not leaving. Mm, I'm staying right here. Right. This is my right. What are the cops to do? I mean, then they appear to be impotent because they're going to have health care workers with them. They're even using school nurses. School nurses can't even give you a St. Joseph baby aspirin without permission of parents or guardians. So what you're learning here and what we're discussing is this is hard, right? This is hard work being mayor. These problems are difficult to resolve. We have competing forces in the city of New York. People competing ideas. People want the subways clear of the homeless. They want the homeless to be cared for and not being exploited, as you said, by the gangs and others who are preying on the people down there who are mostly mentally ill. Right. And they want law and order, but they don't want to see a police crackdown. They don't want to see cops down there with nightsticks beating people but up and getting into the paddy wagons. It's the, tough. Reason, the reason it's high noon it's hard is that Eric Adams, the mayor, has anointed himself the face, the new face of the Democratic Party. Mm. The moderate Democrat, not the DSA, AOC-style right. Democrat. Different than the mayor in Philadelphia, in Baltimore, in D.C., in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in San Francisco. If he does not succeed, there'll be no pressure on these other mayors to use similar measures to deal with their no, emotionally no, disturbed, their homeless I, I issues, which are enormous. there will be pressure on everyone to succeed in these issues. Because quality of life issues are always what drives local politics. It's why Eric Adams is the mayor and we didn't get somebody to the left of Eric Adams who wouldn't have tried anything to try to clean up the the quality of life issues down in the subway, the crime, the homelessness, the graffiti, the smoking and everything else that's going on down there. So, yeah, I think, look, he's going to try it this way. Well, and if it doesn't you know work what's this gonna way, happen. you know, go uh, to let me B. predict what's going to happen because yeah. I deal with this all the time. You I'm do. in the subways. Uh, somebody will object to being told they have to leave the system. They will fight. The police have to defend themselves. They have do. to protect healthcare workers and the school nurses. And it's the optics are going to look horrible. It's going to be bad. And then we'll see if this mayor is going to defend his police or side with the civil liberties. Well, that was what we will find out. We'll be back. Listen to... 
Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com